Start recording. Stop recording button. Hello to all you beautiful nerds traveling the vast nerd universe and welcome back for another episode of Nerdy Chic Transmissions. I am glad to be back because I'm almost quoting the song Bouncing All the Walls by Sugar Cult. Trust me, I am kind of counting down the days when this is almost over. I mean, I don't know with this whole entire quarantine thing that if we're going to go back to normal or semi-normal or a new norm, how I see it, because things have gone crazy with this whole entire coronavirus, and I kind of feel like with this, it's gonna get crazier, even with what we do to try to keep ourselves safe. I'm not sure what the future holds. Will it be almost like Resident Evil in a way? Minus the T-virus and minus the fire, I mean, minus the zombies. Or will it be just going into a new normal? Almost. Because with us being in the makeup community, for example, I just watched a, a video from Jen Loves Reviews talking about uh, if we should be sanitizing our makeup. And a good point was made about those testers that we see in makeup stores for lip glosses, foundations, and all that. What still haunts me to this day was when I went to the NYX store in one of the malls back in when I lived in Orlando before I moved out here to the coast. Um, I was te- I was hoping to test out a lipstick and my dad looks at the color and he said, yeah, that's a nice color. And the girl goes, uh, do you want to swatch that on your lips? I froze right then and there because there are horror stories about you getting diseases um, like STDs almost from these samples and I only swatched it on my hand thank you very much because I kind of felt like I mean, seriously, I even wrote about it on my blog, on the blog side of things over at nerdychicuniverse.com a while back about uh, someone getting herpes after testing something on their lips in Sephora. And speaking of which, after all this is all said and done, I was thinking of going to the mall, and it would be kind of interesting to see what changes have been made. But for one thing, I know I'm going to drop by Sephora to look at their Smashbox stuff because I'm doing a new series called Beauty Forgotten where I talk about 
beauty brands that have not been talked on YouTube a lot lately and they've been around for a while and Smashbox has been one of them. I just started it with a Coastal Sense because I kind of feel like they haven't been mentioned as much on YouTube besides my channel doing the revealed uh, revealed palette series because I did it with all the revealed palettes that they released from revealed, revealed one all the way down to Rouge which was the newest one from last year and I kind of feel like they were forgotten and hoping with talking about them it kind of might give a new light on hey we're forgetting about these brands that have been around for a bit and I find it interesting that porcelain kind of took a more in-depth approach when he was talking about certain brands that he thinks that might end and she mentioned a few because uh, like Ashley uh, Tisdale's makeup line which I I think I only knew about the eyeshadow palette because that was in the box that kind of screwed me over uh, that tried to contact me on Instagram but anyways she did make a good few points but one brand that surprised me that was on that list was Ivy Beauty or IBY Beauty uh, because they released some new stuff for spring and it was in the Ipsy Ultimate box. That's one question that I definitely have. They do release new stuff and they're still in the subscription boxes. Oh well. But anyways, so I kind of feel like doing a series like that and the reason why Smashbox is next is because uh, Smoky Glow mentioned them on a video he did about forgotten brands and the guy have been pushed aside and I think I know by one of them, Morphe. Uh, oh boy. But anyways, it'll be up on the channel really soon with that episode. And I'm thinking of starting another series called uh, Makeup Spotlight, which it features some brands that are kind of indie or some that I got into all thanks to um, Ipsy and BoxyCharm kind of give an idea of what new indie brands are being introduced into these boxes. Um, it's going to take a while to gather products. It's, yes, I'm still in my little buy, but at the same time, I just budget myself uh, on what to get, what to pick up as time goes on. Because I know Smashbox is a little bit on the pricier side. That's why they've been forgotten according to Smoky Glow. I kind of see it, but I can also... Uh, see for one thing that it can be also due to other factors. I may go and talk about that in my video on what I think about that. 
But anyways, we're here today to talk about the uh, many delivery apps. And I feel like this would be a good topic to bring up because uh, since we've been in this quarantine and also how Florida has been on lockdown except if you're an essential worker, <clears throat> you gotta be out there on the lines. Uh, sorry, I've been kind of going through oop, out an ear infection lately, so bear with me, guys. So I'm trying to keep myself hydrated. Anyways, a National Braille Press did a book about this. I did pick it up. I haven't downloaded it because it's a digital copy. It was for free, and it was really nice of them to do that because... You know, you can't really get out there and shop, especially with us blind people. We had to you know, basically go in, have someone sighted, uh, give us a sighted guide, or be next to us, being our shopper. And we can't really do that six feet away type thing with something like that. And all I have to say is having these, these delivery apps... Uh, really come in handy in both restaurant delivery and grocery delivery. The three grocery delivery apps I'm going to be talking about are Walmart Grocery, Shipped, and uh, Instacart. I was new to the world of grocery delivery when I first moved to the coast because my fiance had not moved in with me yet because he was still working in Orlando and his mom was still living out there so it was hard to find that time to do the groceries or wait until my dad visits which was every month but when I was making dinner or looking into recipes I noticed that there are uh grocery apps and it does help because I'm a working visually impaired person and finding that time to go to the grocery store can be hard because once I get home I'm in the shower relaxing afterwards uh, getting ready for the day the next day making my lunch well my sandwich for the next day and I can't really do the groceries during that week. And having someone going out there to do your groceries and bringing them to you is very helpful. And especially now with me, uh, well, lately I've been using the Tasty app. Tasty is a, a recipe app which has a lot of recipes that are easy, very flavorful and very nice and you could shop uh, for your ingredients through the app or you could just shop them uh, at different other apps and you know being able to get those ingredients especially at a time like this can also be hard I mean the newest item to be hoarded right now uh, basically almost like toilet paper is frozen potato anything as in mainly fries hash brown patties 
and tater tots. Not the shredded potatoes that you get and eat at a diner, which is kind of weird. But mainly those potato items and the bags of potatoes and produce. Um, could you guys at least save some of that for our recipes? Even though actual potatoes also go bad, they tend to sprout, which gives you the signs of they're going bad. Unless if you have a better way of protecting them. I had to use up our last few potatoes to make potato wedges. All thanks to this app. But anyways. So I've been looking into new recipes. Because you know eating the same old same old stuff can be boring. I do love my chili. But I do like to look into other things. And tonight, I actually finished up a res- two recipes I made. Um, garlic, roasted garlic parmesan potatoes and one pot uh, garlic shrimp pasta, which was so good. So, yeah, I was able to make those, those types of recipes. And... Of course, using a grocery app does help. Um, these three are very handy, but here's the catch though. Walmart Grocery and Instacart, you had to spend a certain amount in order to get your groceries delivered. Shit, you don't really have to do that. It's only if you want your delivery charge off, like your delivery fee off. Um, Walmart Grocery, if you get the app, you could you have the option of getting your groceries delivered. Or you could pick them up curbside if you wanted to. Uh, Instacart, on the other hand... You do get it delivered, and like I said, you have to spend a certain amount. Why, why I forgot, Walmart Grocery, you have to spend up to 30 bucks to get the delivery. Or I believe it's curb, yeah, also curbside as well. And Instacart, I think it was 15 to 20. It's been a while since I shopped on Instacart, and I'll mention why. And that is... Depending on your bank, it can be counted as a fraud charge, so make sure your bank knows that you were just doing your groceries. It happened to me, and I found it so weird. I'm not sure if it still happens with my bank, but I haven't even touched Instacart in forever since that happened. Um... Walmart grocery, yeah, it's pretty handy, but downside that I find is with the accessibility. Oh, let me uh, say the accessibility parts for these apps a little bit later. But shit, on the other hand, you do have to pay for a membership. You can either either pay ninety nine bucks for the entire year or. $14.99 each month. But, 
the good thing is you don't have to have a, a limit on how much you spend in order to get that delivered. What I mean by this. Um, the only time you would have to do that is 30 bucks to get your delivery fee taken off, as in like a free delivery almost. But you're still kind of paying the amount that the total is in paying the uh, tax in a way. And of course, you could tip, but it's really good to tip, but I'll uh, tip your drivers as well. Um, but anyways, good thing is you could buy one item or two items. Yeah, it does pile on, pile on but if you just need that one item, you could just get it through shift. I mean, I admit I had to get two items uh, this past week due to my ear infection, which were eardrops and a new eyelash curler because one of them lost its little eyelash pad thing that goes into the gizmo part that goes on your lash lashes on the curler. I'm sorry, that's complicated to describe. I don't know how to describe it, but that's the best way I could from a blind point of view. But anyways, I was able to just get two items uh, shipped to me. And of course, it's just one of those easy things. The good thing about Shipped, you do have some stores to pick from. Of course, you have your Publix, which um, which Instacart also has. But you do have other stores to choose from. I mean, for instance, uh, Shipped, I could uh, choose between not only Publix, but Petco if I were to have a cat. Which you know I would have a cat. But anyways, Office Max slash Office Depot if I need to get more coffee, coffee cake cups on on the run, um, or office supplies. Uh, that's another good thing too. You could get your personal care and office supplies that way. Um, Target, which is also good. Win Dixie. Well, Winn-Dixie, what I like about them the most is sometimes I could get buy one, get one freeze that way. Like, for instance, on Oscar, Oscar Mayer meats, which I do love to make my sandwiches. Thank you very much. Well, Instacart, if I remember correctly, it's been so long. Aldi, of course, Publix, um, and Sam's Club, if you were to have their membership, because sometimes Amazon has a special where you could buy two memberships for the price of one. Well, Walmart Grocery, you just have Walmart. There you go. And now on to accessibility. How accessible are these three apps? Ugh. All I have to say, Shipt is very accessible for iOS. Instacart is more accessible on Android. And Walmart Grocery, well, their setup is kind of weird. How's that? Shipped, 
on my iPhone, I could just search easily for what I need. Like, whether it's muffin mix for muffin mix waffles, for example. I just tell them what the brand I'm looking for, and there you go. Or if I need milk or eggs, and it just pops up with the different options. And I just double tap, and it could ask me, do I want to look at the product page, or just add one to my cart, or just close this prompt. Um, if I want to look at the product page, I could just open it up, and it does sometimes give me really good information about that product. On the other hand, with and well, anyways, but if the if that prompt doesn't come up, it means the product is out if you're looking for a specific thing. But a good thing is when you get that product, not product, get your delivery, your person that's about to shop for you. The good thing is they do contact you about possible substitutions, but other times they don't. I don't know why, but seriously, that should be a really good habit to do. Because at least tonight they did that with me (laughs) because they ran out of a specific item when I was doing an order earlier. Well, Instacart, on the other hand, oh boy, to me, it's more accessible on Android tablet, because when I first got on the, on my iPhone, I could not open it up for some reason or another. I'm not sure, I think they probably fixed their accessibility issues, because, well, someone I knew uh, was told about Instacart and got into it, so probably their accessibility issues were fixed, but to me, it's a little bit more accessible on Android. I have not used Instacart for a while, so if you know if uh, you've used Instacart and if you're visually impaired and have an iPhone, whether it's the iPhone 10 or an 8, or even the 11, probably soon the SE, please comment on any uh, podcast platform you're listening to this from. And finally, Walmart Grocery. Their setup is kind of weird. I mean, when I'm looking around for a a specific product, I kind of feel like... I am standing in my wall in my super Walmart, whether it's the one closer to me or the one in Port Orange or the one in uh, in uh, in other parts around this area. But I kind of feel like I'm standing in the aisles looking for a specific one with my dad. I mean, sliding around to the different ones where it's basically piled two by two on the page and the add to cart button are like right next to each other so you have to slide to one product then you have to slide to the next product and there's add to cart but here's the thing that i found annoying 
if you hit the wrong add to cart button, you're like, no, you have to go to your shopping cart and or just hit the minus button that way on the product itself because usually when you add it to your cart it would show the minus and plus buttons and that's how you would take it out of your cart and another thing is when a product is sold out you have to go through the trouble of finding another product just similar to it and also Knowing the amount that you have in your cart can be a little bit tricky because sometimes you could overfill and go to a a ridiculous total. Trust me, I had that done uh, Sunday night because I needed a couple of things from Walmart. And one of those, I was trying to find hash brown patties and couldn't find them. So... I ended up with the diner potatoes that way. Don't worry, I did get refunded. Yay. But anyways, the question is... uh, Which one to go with? If you want an easier app to navigate, I would say go with Shipped. Yes, you would have to pay for a membership, but at the same time, it is easier to navigate their app. I'm not sure what uh, Instacart did since, you know, we went through so many versions of iOS 13. But all I have to say is just comment and say how you find Instacart right now. And now... Since I talked about grocery apps, now it's restaurant apps. Since, you know, sometimes you don't want to cook for you and your family or your significant other. Or you're just alone for the entire night while that significant other is somewhere else in the state or something like that out of town. And you just want to relax and don't want to cook. Restaurant apps are really good when it comes to even delivery because um, it's easy. You just put in the order. It says order confirmed and you could track when your order is coming. My favorite apps would have to be Uber Eats, DoorDash, and Grubhub and a little bit of Bite Squad. Those are the main four that I do use because um, Uber Eats was one of the first apps I did use because uh, when I first moved to the coast, excuse me, sorry, the pasta is talking, but anyways, when I first moved here, I did not have anything yet in my kitchen, so I ordered uh, breakfast from IHOP and got one of their omelets, and it came in pretty fast. And the good thing is, if you're an an Uber member as well, you could get Uber rewards that way, and you get your points 
added on from any order and you could use those points on orders as well and right now if you guys are listening to this uh you could try out uber uh uber pass for free for an entire month and donations go towards the uh, towards the efforts of COVID-19 which I did uh, which I am trying out for myself because who knows maybe I need to order some food at some point in time uh, let's see Grubhub what I like about them is because I sometimes like to eat like pretty fast or some other restaurants that kind of caught my eye that some of the other apps don't have. Some of them do have pretty good deals like some discounts on your first order or discounts for an entire week. Um, <clears throat> like for instance, one night I got 5 or $6 off my order from Larry Subs once. Um, also, when I first ordered from this one Italian place, it was, uh, I think it was five bucks off my order, and I ordered a calzone and a salad for my lunch, and it was really good, and having those, um, discounts do help, and also you could get, uh, Grubhub, uh, perks, where you could get points from every single purchase that you uh, uh, do when you order through Grubhub, and those are and gives you money off for any of your orders in the future. I mean, I use like five bucks on one of my orders, all thanks to the Grubhub perks. So that's another good thing. DoorDash and Bite Squad. I kind of feel like these are more the pricier of the four that I do use. Because DoorDash, I kind of feel like they're a little bit more on the luxury place side. Besides having your usual um, usual uh, fast food places. But you get a little, a little bit more uh, places to choose from in the categories that you're looking at. Whether it's Chinese food, Japanese food, uh, burgers, and all that. You get a lot more choices with it. Bite Squad is kind of the same way, but the only issue I have with Bite Squad is that sometimes when I'm searching for a particular cuisine on their search page, it just likes to kick me out of the app. The only way of me getting my order done on Bite Squad is basically choosing from the restaurants that's on their front page of their app, whether it's Hooters, Popeye's Chicken, uh, Firehouse. Like, I don't want to have those places, even though sometimes I might crave for them. But at the same time, I want other places that I had not tried before. And some of the... And the issue that I have is when I'm searching for a particular place... It kicks me off even if I decide on a place. It sometimes kicks me out when I'm in the menu. I don't know if it's a uh, glitch in their app or it's an iOS thing, but I think it needs to be fixed. And I'm, 
I don't know if people have complained about it. I hope Bite Squad is listening to this and that they kind of get on that as soon as possible if they do. I do like Bite Squad, but again, I find them in DoorDash a little bit on the pricier side. So the only time I really get anything from Bite Squad is if I have a code for free delivery or a discount for a place. So there you go. Um, what caps do are the best when it comes to accessibility? I would say, I would say most definitely the first three that I mentioned. Uber Eats, obviously, since they're with Uber, it's easy to navigate their app. Um, Grubhub, it's easy. You just select what you want. And if you need to add anything to the text field, like any other app, you could. And then uh, DoorDash is pretty accessible as well. Well, Bite Squad, that whole entire thing of it kicking me out, it's just it's just an annoyance in a way. Um also which one would I recommend the most? If you are in the need of always being on the go and that you like the idea of getting points going towards your rides, I would say Uber Eats because of it is a really good perk to have uh, an Uber rewards because what if you're in a different city traveling after all this is over and you need to use an Uber? It'll be discounted from your points. Another thing it and another top one that I would recommend is Grubhub because you would sometimes get discounts on your food depending on the day. DoorDash does have something called uh, Dash Pass which is like free um, delivery but you have to pay for that. Same with the uh, Eats Pass. I mean, yeah, Eats Pass through Uber Eats, but you could cancel those anytime if you wanted to. So, <clears throat> well, Bite Squad, you sometimes get the uh, codes if if you're lucky enough. I remember there used to be um, tiers for whatever restaurants that you order from. If you order in this amount through Bite Squad, you get like a free delivery code or a discount code depending on that level. I'm not sure what happened to that with their membership. Is it still around? Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Or probably I'm not there yet to that level. So, yeah. So, those are are my ideas on some of the delivery apps. If you guys want to find the book on National Braille Press, all I have to say is definitely do that because National Braille Press, even though they're not uh, sending out hard Braille copies at the moment, but they are doing digital downloads. 
so letting you know about that. And they do digital downloads at all the time for like a low price. So I would say check out their uh, website for any downloadable content, including the recipe, the not recipe, uh, the the uh, food apps that I was mentioning just now. So that basically completes completes that topic. I do enjoy using delivery apps and it does help uh, when it comes to the blind community, especially us who are working in the community. It kind of feels like we are with a lot of the uh, sighted people when it comes to work and we don't always get to the grocery store all the time or to a restaurant all the time. We just want to be at home and just relax, you know? So that basically what I like about delivery apps. You could find what you need and just order it and just sit back, relax, and wait until that knock or doorbell ring. So anyways, that was fun for tonight's episode. If you guys have any questions, you could hit us up at NerdyChic on on Twitter, or you could also contact us at NerdyChicUniverse at gmail.com. And also, you could check our blog out at NerdyChicUniverse.com. Because we have a lot of content coming up on there. Because I I am still waiting on my Glam Bag Plus at the moment. I did post some things like the Ruby Volume 7 review. The last uh, video from Ranger Stop 7 a year ago. Well, back in November of last year. And so much more. So, until next time, stay beautiful. And save. 3 slash 5. Next. Set up 3 slash stop recording.